So here's the first episode of my podcast. Today, what we're going to talk about is some of the latest news in football. We're going to talk about some predictions for the season. I'm going to analyze the draft. I'm going to talk about the draft winners and um, talk about some of the new free agency signings. I already said that. Um, but just talk talk about the NFL. We'll start with the free agency um, updates. And um, speaking of free agency, let's talk about Dak Prescott. He was franchise tagged, um, but there was a possibility. There was a lot of rumors going around. Aaron Rodgers to the Cowboys. I mean, I think that would have been a great trade. Dak Prescott is young. We sh- they should let him grow. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, future Hall of Famer, but he's too old. He would only be a solid quarterback for a few years. Dak Prescott is still young and has room to grow. And he will become more of a solid player. And this might be a, a hard prediction, but I think C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott, I think Dak Prescott might be a candidate for the MVP or at least comeback player of the year. And, um, yeah, so we'll talk about some more free free agency tra- signings. The Bengals franchise tag A.J. Green. I thought that was an interesting choice. I thought they possibly could have done a young defensive lineman in Geno Atkins. But um, A.J. Green was a great choice. They ha- he has room to grow. Um, I'm looking forward to him mentoring Joe Burrow in the next season. Um, Jadavion Clowney, he's still unsigned. Let's talk about that. He is the highest paid defensive end in the NFL, or was, but he's not signed anymore. Number 90 was now taken by the Seahawks. Maybe that shows something between the two. We know that Clowney has the potential to take over a game. He has shown that in all his career through Houston to Seattle. He hasn't been signed yet. That surprised everyone. He's showing some interest in Tennessee and Cleveland. It's his choice between the two. If I were him, I wouldn't go for the money. I'd go, I I would go where I want the Super Bowl ring. And right now, Tennessee is that place. After beating the Patriots in the wild card and beating the Ravens as huge underdogs in the divisional, they they just lost to the Chiefs. They were one game away from going to the Super Bowl. They were they were a great team. And they're they're definitely gonna grow through this next decade. Um Jack Conklin. He went from um the Titans to the Browns for forty two million dollars three year contract. And that's when you think about it, that that's a that's a nice contract. $42 million for three years. For an offensive tackle on his um, on his stature, on in his size, his dimensions, it's going to be hard to bottle him up on a game. He can get those big pancake blocks, but he can also be uh, fast. And he, he can use that offensive line quickness to get around those D linemen. And even sometimes when he's blocking on a screen, he can move and he can get in front of that running back and block for them. Kyle Van Noy from the Patriots to the Dolphins, a $51 million contract. That's a great deal, but does Kyle Van Noy really want to go to the Dolphins? If you think about it, Kyle Van Noy is one of the 
best linebackers the Patriots have had in the um, the 2010s. Besides Dante Hightower, he is one of the best. Teddy Bruschi obviously was um, the best, but he he must he must have thought somehow that he he was gonna get something better in there. I think he was looking for the money. Danny Shelton, the D lineman, he went from the Pats to the Lions. Um, not not a great not a great idea there from the Patriots. Uh, Danny Shelton didn't have a great year last year, but I think he has room to grow and he'll become a solid D lineman. Um, I think they could have put a franchise tag on him um, in a few years. Not yet. Right now, I think Joe Thune, that franchise tag, was a good. Good, good selection. Um, we'll talk about now. Let's talk about some um, draft analysis. Or actually, no. First, let's make some predictions for the season. Obviously, right now the um, schedule came out. The schedule just came out right um, before I shot this, um, and. The 2020 NFL schedule, the Chiefs, they faced off Thursday Night Football. And that's Thursday Night Football, the first game of the year, is going to be Chiefs versus Texans. The first game of the year. And that's, that's just... I think it's smart that they're... Using two good teams, I think they're trying to get credibility for the Chiefs. Um, but I think, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna grow off of this. They're gonna win. That's that's they're they're going to win. Um, on so the Thursday night games, some of them. Let's see, week two we have the Browns versus the Bengals. Week three, the Jags versus the Dolphins. Week four, we have the Jets versus the Broncos. That's going to be an interesting matchup. That will be an interesting matchup. Let's we'll see how the Broncos um, do that with their um, new wide receivers and their new receiving core. They have Noah Fant. They got Jerry Judy, and Drew Locke's still a young quarterback. He has room to grow, and I think I think he'll. I think he'll be good. I think he's going to become better and better. And I think he'll be a solid franchise quarterback. After that, we have the Bears versus the Tampa, versus Tampa Bay in Week 5. We have the Chiefs versus the Bills in Week 6. That's going to be a very interesting matchup. Both good teams. Both playoff, both in the playoffs last year. Great teams. Um, and we'll see that. We'll see what happens there. Um, week seven, we have the Giants versus the Eagles. Good old rivalry, rival, rivalry there. Um, week eight, Falcons versus Panthers. Green Bay versus San Francisco. Rematch of the champ, AFC, NFC Championship game. That's going to be a good one. Colts versus Titans. Week 10, Thursday Night Football. Week 11, Cards versus Seahawks. Easy win there for the Seahawks. Dallas versus Baltimore. Okay, I think this is going to be a good game. Now that Dak has his weapons in C.D. Lamb. Uh, weapons, sorry. In C.D. Lamb. I think that he's going to start dotting up that um, 
That Baltimore defense, the Baltimore defense, they have good. They have Earl Thomas, who they signed last year. But they're mostly relying on their offense and Lamar Jackson to get them out of trouble. Week 14 on Thursday Night Football, we have the Patriots versus Rams, a rematch of the Super Bowl a few years ago. I th- um, I was reading through some of the comments, and one of them, this is, at the, I th- they meant it as a joke, but I think this is possible. It says, Pats and Rams going to end in a 3-3 tie. They were obviously joking about the Super Bowl and stuff, but the thing is, that's possible. Now that the Patriots are on a lower level, um, not than the Rams, but in all as a football team, I think that they're almost equal teams. The Patriots are obviously a little bit better, but also I'd like to see how they compete in that game. Week 15, you have the Raiders versus the Chargers. That's going to be an interesting matchup too. Um, and then the Vikings versus the Saints. That's going to be um, a rematch of the wild card, the NFC wild card game. That'll be interesting to see. Now let's talk about some of the draft and and make some predictions for what's going to happen in the season. So um, some of my predictions, um, let's start with the Patriots. Let's see, what do I think for the Patriots? With the Patriots, I'm going to go with 9 and 7. The reason I'm saying 9 and 7 is because their, their defense is solid, their offense is solid, but if their special teams can pull it together with their kickoffs and their field goals, their extra points, they're gonna need they're gonna need to keep working. Here I now I'm gonna ask a question for my brother Nate and see what he thinks about this. What do you think the Patriots record is gonna be, Nate? Um, let's start talking about some of, so I think the draft winners, the one draft winner that I have here is the Denver Broncos. And this is all an all around free agency win. They have, they, um, the Broncos acquired Sam Martin in free agency, Melvin Gordon in free agency from the Chargers, a solid running back, Jarrell Casey from the Titans, which is also great. And um, A.J. Bouye um, from the Jags, also a great quarterback. Um, Nick Vanette, the tight end. This is really going to help out the Broncos a lot. They have an, an amazing tight end in Noah Fant, one of the fastest in the draft last year. Or the fastest in tight end in the draft last year. But um, just to back up, they have a solid veteran in Nick Vanette. Um, they have Jerry Judy um, that they got from the draft. One of the best wide receivers, if not the best wide receiver in the draft. They have, um, they got some amazing players. Um, obviously last year, Noah Fant. They got Jake Rogers um, last year. Um, 
they got Kareem Jackson last year, Juwan James. They still haven't been able to work with these people. They've gotten Cortland Sutton, of course. They have A.J. Johnson, who has one of the highest hit, has the highest fumble rating possible. Um, and no, I'm not talking about his his actual amount of fumbles, but his ability to take the ball away, or even just tackle. He can flat out, he can flat out lay a guy out and have them. He can literally get a hospital tackle. If you don't know what that is, that's it's basically in the name. Tackle someone, they go to the hospital because you tackle them too hard. And um, this guy is a solid player and. Um, so, they picked, so, they picked up Jerry Judy, and they already have a good receiving core, but they even have a better one now. They have Noah Fan, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. They have some, they have very good, um, safety and Justin Simmons. Um, Chris Harris. Let's talk about Chris Harris. Chris Harris, obviously, um, he's, he's a solid um front line cornerback he can press but he can <clears throat> I'm sorry he can press he can go up and down he can do anything he want but the real thing about him well obviously he made an appearance he's um the NFL all decade team he is now on the Chargers not a good trade there for the Broncos. I think even though he's uh, he's getting older, he's he's a solid, great cornerback, and he has room to grow, and he'll become very good. He has potential, and he is going to flat out dominate the NFL. I think he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year um, for Los Angeles, and um, yeah. Obviously, they're strengthening their run game, and Melvin Gordon, um, that's going to be a great addition for Philip Lindsay. Melvin Gordon really fits into that run-heavy scheme, along with Philip Lindsay. And Philip Lindsay isn't more of a run-right-through-them type of running back. He's more of a run-past-them running back. Melvin Gordon's exactly the opposite. He, he can do anything. He has speed. He has agility. He can juke people out. He can truck people. He can stiff on that. He's kind of like a mix of Marshawn Lynch and Tariq Cohen. That's what I like to think of him. He is a solid running back. If he plays a few more years in the NFL, I think he could reach the Hall of Fame. He is he's a great running back. I think he's going to go off this year. He's going to have the best year of his career. And he's going to do great. He came out of Wisconsin. And no, he wasn't like the biggest player in the draft. He was like, eh. Um, they were like, oh, he's a good player. He's a good player. We like him. And he came out of Wisconsin, and everyone was like, okay. Like, yeah, he's, he's a really good player. He set the um, Wisconsin single-season record, which was recently broken by Jonathan Taylor, my boy. I mean, I'm a Wisconsin fan, so what can I say? Um, Jonathan Taylor in the second round drafted by the Colts. Um, I think he's going to fit into that passing to the running back scheme with Andrew Luck. Sorry, not Andrew Luck. He's not there anymore. Phillip Rivers. <laughs> um, and I think he'll be able to fit in there nicely. He'll add in some, um, run, he, he'll add, add in some heaviness with Marlon Mack. 
and um, I think Marlon Mack's excited for mentoring him. The Patriots trade out of the first round, though. Um, not a great choice there. I um, They pick safety Kyle Duggar in the second round with their first pick. Then that pick Josh Uche, who they um, yesterday signed to a four-year deal um, as a rookie, which is very surprising. And I think that's about all I have for today. And um, my next podcast will be published tomorrow at around this same time, around 8.30. So um, if you want to hear that, just come right back onto whatever you're hearing it on. It could be Spotify. It could be this. I don't know. But um, have a great day.